welcome to Field Forward, the ultimate A to Z podcast for field operation professionals. In this podcast, uh, as every week uh, and every month, we will explore the latest trends, strategies, and top tips for optimizing productivity and efficiency in industrial organizations. I'm your host, Jihad Kahraman, uh, the CEO and co-founder of VSite. In this episode uh, of Field Forward, um, I'm very, very happy uh, to host a uh, managing partner at Virtual, Virtualis Re, Timo Köchel. Uh, he is with us, uh, and we will be talking about industrial augmented reality, effects of it, um, also effects of AI and different use cases, and much more. Joining us, Timo. Welcome, Timo. Hello, hello to everybody. <laughs> hello, hello. Um, I know you very well, but and I know you have a vast experience in digitalization of organizations, of production, manufacturing, IoT, etc. So this is this is huge. But for the audience, would you kindly introduce yourself, your company, Virtual Desreb, uh, also about your personal journey? Uh, how did you end up yeah, here? Yeah, sure, pleasure. So. Well, my name is Timo Pergel, and uh, as you said, I'm the founder and managing partner of Virtualis. But also in my previous life, in my previous career, I was working in a manufacturing industry in the field of operations and procurement. And as part of my last role as a German sensor maker, I was also overseeing the digital manufacturing team, which was responsible to digitize the, the shop floor processes. And in this role, I was constantly confronted with shortage of skilled workers and the challenge to make the competence we needed available anywhere and anytime. And that's where I was where I noticed that XR technologies might can help to solve this, this challenge. Yeah. And then at that time I was also doing an executive MBA program at the University of St. Gaul. And as part of my master thesis I analyzed and investigated about 120 use cases and solutions in the field of XR. And by doing so, I was able to identify which solutions bring some real benefit and which solutions can really you know, work really in the best way. And after I get graduated, then of course, I also wanted to see not only in theory whether it works. So I also got a chance to implement some of those solutions at my employer and also later on at some big befriended companies and that basically was where the foundation stone of Virtualis Re was was laid, yeah. Very nice, very nice. But overall, like what is the motivation behind it? Like what is what 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 makes you out of the bed in the morning? <laughs> what is the motivation behind it? <laughs> yeah, well, it's there already like competence yeah, is needed. Competence is needed anywhere, anytime. And this in the meantime has also become our claim, right? the claim of our company. And I think with our background, we, we help our customers to really make sure they have the required competencies available in the time, the time they need it and at the place they need it. Yeah. I think many companies, same as I had this experience, notice XR might can help them to solve the challenge, but they, they struggle to find the right solution and to implement them efficiently. Yeah. And this is where we as a full-service solution provider step in we support them in identifying the right tool, finding a suitable hardware that works very well with the, with the software solution, and then also get it running. 
it is also the combination, right? Not only the software, not only the hardware, but the perfect fit it between is. the hardware and the software. It it's is. not it's not only one of them. Uh, it is not important if one of them is performing well, but mainly the combination of it, the fit. One of, one of the main learnings right at the beginning was well, we, we got a very nice software program yeah, and we bought some standard hardware. And then at the end of the day, we couldn't get it running because the hardware was trying to send some data home to the headquarter of the hardware company and our firewall was blocking this. So yeah, we had to find out, okay, what, what hardware is running really smooth? And actually, I think that's uh, it's a common issue in many companies. So you need to have the right oh, combination. Oh. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. That that fit is, is, is quite important. Uh, I mean, every day with a lot of customers, I'm also amazed by their need and by, by their requirement. And also, I'm sure that you have seen a lot of projects, a lot of, um, a lot of requirement yeah. from the customer side. What was, what was like, kind of like, um, what excites you the most about XR overall, AR, VR? What excites you the most when it comes to the customer and that touch point? No, what excites me most is really, I think it's the very wide range of, of possible applications. Yeah? And I think today mm. XR technologies, especially if you're talking the industrial space, are still on an early stage. But the technology and related solutions, they develop so fast. I'm, I'm sure you can mm. also tell and confirm, right? And it's very exciting to be part of this of this development. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I remember even like, for example, just as an example of Epson devices, uh, like they had a huge, huge, huge device in the beginning, in the first run, and now on the fourth run, it is much smaller, uh, much more capable uh, with the battery power, etc. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's every year, every year, it is, it is, it is just hitting to the ceiling. Yeah. So yeah, that's 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 very, very, very good. Um and. Overall, like, what is what what is your take on the effect of the software on industrial AR projects? Like, uh, also, is there a meaningful difference between, like, for example, requirement of uh, SME or Mittelstand companies and big organizations when it comes to the decision on the product and uh, also what they want to do with the technology of XR, for example? Yeah, yeah. Actually, there there is, and I mean, we're working with both. We're working with larger corporations, but all the smaller companies and and what we see is larger organizations often have like the bigger budgets and, but they always, they strive really for the perfect solution. And by doing so, they, they often become, yeah, I would say more slow. Yeah? And on the other hand side, like smaller companies, they often tend to gain fast experience, but they have only low or little, little budget. Yeah. And, and my recommendation is my recommendation really to, to both of them is you know, always try to, you have the big picture in mind, know where you want to go, but then start with small steps and learn fast. Start with a small step that gives you some immediate value. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, interesting, interesting. Uh, and overall, I want to like ask you about like I mean, yeah, um, like there are a lot of companies who want to adapt it, but also I always believe that we are so much in an early stage i mean it is it is not on the level that we want all the time and uh i guess uh like the adaption in the industries is going to be is going to be huge uh in coming years what is stopping it what is what is behind that like what are the barriers overall in industries that you have, you see that is stopping more industries more companies to onboard and use this technology because 
I mean, sometimes when I'm when I'm thinking about the results and KPIs, it's just like at day one. I mean, it is no brainer to not mm-hmm. use this technology, mm-hmm. but still, um, there are many barriers. What do you see as the most uh, kind of challenging barrier in industries? Uh, I see, I see two challenges. I think mm-hmm. the one, the first one is, is starting already with the content creation today. Often the creation of content is still very expensive and time-consuming. But that's where another development also going to kick in. Like with the development of AI, this will help to accelerate this process. Yeah? So the content creation will become much, much faster. And I think they'll be well on track. And the, the second point is um, XR technologies, both I think VR and AR, if you talk to a customer, they're always strongly associated with XR classes or head-mounted devices goggles right and but in some cases they simply can't be used either for safety reasons or because it's not comfortable for the worker for the workforce to wear them on like eight hours a day and in in our experiences in many cases this can be overcome by just switching to a handheld device such as an as a phone or tablet yeah and by that i think the entry barrier is is lowered and also it's, it's already you get some immediate benefits yeah um, you you also touched base to the generative AI overall with the content, etc. But overall, do you see any other any other kind of place where it will help a lot with like I mean, what will change on generative AI uh, overall uh, with the industries and especially XR projects? Are there any any other places where AI could play a big role? You see me smiling because. <laughs> just just a few months ago, I, I was writing also an article about it about a topic. Amazing, amazing. And, and yes, definitely. Um, I think you know the combination of AR and AI features will make the solutions even even more powerful. So imagine, mm-hmm. like for instance, AI can help to recognize um, certain elements in a, in a, in a, in a, in, a, in a picture, right? So, and if it recognizes the, the elements and the data. Then it can display them directly in the field of vision of the of the workforce again, and that of course mm. can be a big, big, big benefit. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. I always see AI as a kind of a middle layer between the uh, users and the applications. Right now, we are we are kind of uh, imagining AI integration with Vsite itself, mm-hmm. uh, like that, where uh, it could create a great benefit for the users where on on that interaction because ai could know everything about the past usage of uh, of of the site all the content and of course this is specifically for each company that company owns the ip but ai could help uh, to get benefit from it because you know, like you can't keep track of what happened eight months ago in your organization. But of course, uh, with a single click, with a keyword, it can trigger AI to see, okay, like this is resembling to one of the cases happened eight months ago. Let me check what is behind there. And maybe the user that right now is working on one case, uh, one problem on the production line might benefit from the from the past. And why 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 I'm not bringing it to the to the user interface? So I see a great fit where it is like a middle layer between the user and uh, also overall the past data of the company. As you say, right? It can provide data which may be going further back, which is not aware anymore. And also, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, if they if they're working several hours on on a topic, they maybe get a little bit tired. They're missing information uh, snippets, and and mm-hmm. of course, they are also 
pre-trained database, which maybe knows some some patterns, some knows some 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 data patterns, then it can help to identify those those topics and, and mm. uh, again give give them a hint to the worker. Right? Interesting, interesting, interesting one. Well, cool. Um, overall, uh, with the with the overall in the world and with the EU uh, directions, uh, we see a lot of push with the sustainability and particularly in reducing the carbon footprint uh, in industries, which we believe that this is quite important, both um, for the industries, for the cost, but also for the environment and for our future, for the world's future. How, how do you see like XR technologies uh, to contribute to that uh, target where we will have much efficient, much less uh, polluted environment on our organizations, on our industries. How do you see XR technologies can can contribute to that? So what was the situation in the past and, and even today sometimes, right? Um, we have an issue somewhere at one of our sites or at some of the customer sites, and I have to send the technician there to, to get it all. Or we want to train our workforce and we have to send them to the headquarters to get the training done. And I think really XR technologies can can help to avoid this traveling brand. Um, okay. For instance, if we use remote support, the expert is sitting at his home base, but by the using of the XR tool, AR in this case probably, he will then be able to steer the, the field worker through the topic and explain him exactly what to do and, and maybe also display some information in his vision so that he can really accurately work on the topic. And by this, of mm-hmm. course, of course, um, there will, will be less traveling and of course, there will also the whole positive impact on the, on the carbon footprint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And another, I think another topic also with the use of XR technologies, we, we see that Burger is going to be met less mistakes. The output and productivity mm-hmm. can be increased. So it will re- result in less grab, higher output with the same amount of energy and resources. And that's also once more as a positive feedback on the, on the carbon footprint. Interesting, interesting one. Uh, we also have seen uh, a lot of cases where um, it played a big role uh, other than the commute, I mean, on the waste. Because some organizations, when they need an expert and when they can't have that, some of the materials uh, that are in facility uh, are expired. I mean, when, when the skilled workforce is not there and they can't get help, then the production line is stopped and then they can't use that material. And this is a huge waste, huge waste, not only cost, but also for the environment. Uh, those, those materials, they are, they are, they are not that easy to, to, to absorb by the environment. So we see a lot of, a lot of cases where XR technologies can help to, 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 to kind of connect and, um, get the right information at the right time when we say that and which i'm going to be connecting to, to my next curiosity uh, especially on your on your on your point of view about um skilled workforce and uh, and 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 also the um the um like kind of closing the um the skill gap between the employees uh, like what what is there for manufacturing industry uh, how is it like how XR technologies is changing uh, the learning curve, for example, for the newcomers to the company? And like as you know, this is the biggest problem in the world right now with the with the old industries. Aging problem uh, is huge. So how do you see that the skilled workforce and uh, 
the learning curve and skill gap between employees? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think on one hand side, right, XR drinks are not only more fun, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Because nobody wants, but it is fun, right? <laughs> they, they are more fun. Yeah, they are more fun. More, more fun. Yeah, exactly. more fun. And and I think also um, studies is in the meantime and have shown that the immersiveness of XR trainings mm-hmm. will actually accelerate the learning curve. So people, if they really experience it, if they have the feeling they really doing things, they will learn. They will learn much, much faster. And at the same time, I think that's a topic we also touched already before. Doing the training in XR, the training can be conducted anywhere, anytime. Yeah. So we save traveling time. You don't need to travel to a training location. And at the same time, you also don't have interruptions of the production for training purpose. You can keep the, product, the real production running while you do the, the training in, in, a, in a protected environment. So I think there is, 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 and there's a big potential for training purpose or using XR for training purpose. Yeah. Like, I mean, as you mentioned, actually, most of the time with the big organizations, it is not the case where um, there is no skilled workforce, but it is the case where a skilled workforce cannot bring their expertise to the field, like at the right time at, the, at that moment. So that is, that is, that's quite important to have that skilled workforce um, 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 expertise uh, right away. So I guess, I guess that is the most important point. Um, and of course, Every good and uh, every fun technology, let's say, <laughs> is coming with a cost. Uh, and from a cost perspective, uh, cost benefit per- perspective, I would say, how does the investment in XR technologies uh, compare to its returns in manufacturing sector? I mean, uh, is it like a long-term shot? Is it like day one? I mean, we have touched that a bit, uh, actually, but still, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna learn more from your perspective, so to say. So, for the cost, I think they strongly depend on on the use case of the of the um, of the customer. And actually, we we have some examples where it, it's starting from a couple of hundred euros, but you also know there are projects with a six-digit amount. Yeah, so it really strongly depends on on the use case. And doing this return on investment calculation is, is part of all the projects we are doing. We really look, okay, what are the benefits? What's going to be the return for the, for the customer? And in general, it can be said that like the return on investment often is already reached after just a couple of months. Yeah. It's not like if you buy a machine, you see normally pays three, four, five years and it, and it needs to be amortized. No, normally I would say three to four months and then you already, if you return on seeing the, Seeing the return of investment, yeah, absolutely. Even in some cases, it is like I mean, we have uh, we have some customers. They're saying like, I mean, we are using your solution even a couple of times a year, but still, even once a year. Yeah, as you said, and it is it is only once, but that effect is like huge, huge, yeah. huge cost. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure you all know these examples, right? There's a machine down on one of the sites or one of the customers, or so the expert needs to travel across the country or maybe even across the region. Yeah? So he has at least one or two traveling days. Then he goes to the site, he just takes a quick look and, and, and finds out he needs to press one knob and the machine is up and running again. And then he's traveling, traveling back and I think the time and the cost the curry for that, uh, you probably already have uh, amortized with, with, with one, one cost for a license. Yeah? Absolutely, absolutely. No, no, absolutely right, absolutely right. 
Um, yeah, interesting. We are very happy to to um, to address those issues uh, with 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 our partner like Virtualis Red. But I wanna I wanna ask you how important are collaborations? I mean, it is important in every business everywhere. It is important to have those partnerships. But uh, I mean, like for us, for example, we see uh, uh, especially in XR in in industries, the customers should could like. They need a lot of help. You should kind of hold their hand and walk with them, you know, walk with them, especially in the early onboarding processes. But how do you see that collaboration? I mean, how do you how do you measure the success of the collaboration uh, with the partners in AR industry? And what are your approaches mm-hmm. to those to those partnerships and relationships, yeah. so to say? Yeah. yeah. What I think what's so much fun also about working with industries. We have the very big players, right? There are just a few which really have a dominating role, but there is also an, an increasing number of, of smaller companies and, and startups entering the market. And, and often it's really a combination of the competencies between several players, which, which help to solve the customer requirements in the best possible way. Because actually at the end of the day, it's all about solving the customer requirements. How can we, in the best possible way, solve the customer requirements? Yeah. And mm-hmm. as this, this is also really a very, very yeah, core element to the business model model of Virtualis. We are the, the industry experts and we see ourselves as the matchmakers between the different partners. And the, we are at the same time also the interface to the customer to make sure you get the best possible solution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting one, interesting one. Cool. Um, while we are coming to to end, so to say, uh, I want to ask you, based on your experience and vision, what are what like what are the next big steps uh, for Virtualis Ray uh, in the realm of XR and manufacturing industries? Uh, are there are are there any upcoming projects or collaborations you can share with us? Uh, I'm very curious about that, actually. Okay. Well, I mean, on one hand side, of course, we're also working on our company strategy and, and there are some big things to for next year, which I can't talk about. Very yet. good time. Huh? Very good time for that, right? Like end of the year, customers are, are a bit more silent nowadays. And yeah, we are getting getting to the time where strategies are playing big, big mm-hmm. role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the same time, we also have a lot of very, very exciting projects still ongoing. So. For instance, currently we are, we are working with a German tunneling company on the concept of how to use or you know, how to support their business with XR. And I mean, if you imagine thrilling a, a tunnel into a mountain or below a, below a city, yeah, these are really large projects with large equipment. They are in the, they normally they are very global projects. Um, they need skilled workers, and, and it's all happening in a very harsh environment. And, it's really an exciting project for us to to see how we can support them there with with our solutions, with our partner solutions, and I think it once more also shows that there's there are no boundaries for the use of XR, right? Absolutely, absolutely. It's like it is like huge. I mean, like you can apply it to anywhere, literally any kind of case. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Okay, interesting, interesting. Um, but I mean, um. I'm asking this question to everyone, uh, not only in this show, but overall. I'm very curious about the perspective because, you know, we built the future ourselves. We kind of create the future ourselves. And I want to like 
celebrate uh, what will happen in five years uh, with, 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 with the person that guessed it right. So I want to ask you also, if it is going to be you, I don't know, uh, Timo, but overall, um, what do you think, what will happen in five years in overall AR, XR, um, what kind of changes, how, how do you, how do you imagine and envision the future, let's say five years? It's a good question. Good question. Um, (laughs) I think five years from now. XR is a is an established and mature technology, and as I talked before, the market currently still is maybe very fragmented. I think it has become mm-hmm. more consolidated and even more dominated by few players. Um, and the last thing where I would make my bet on is, I think in in five years, Virtualis three has established itself as leading full-service solution provider in Europe. <laughs> okay. I okay. <laughs> becoming more technical, mature technology, becoming more consolidated, and uh, virtually see as one of the leading full-service solution providers in Europe. Okay. Okay. Good one. Good one. Good one. So... Let's see. Let's see if I'm going to celebrate you in five years. So let's see. Let's see. We are all working on that. So <laughs> great. Um, thank you very much, Timo, uh, for joining us. It was a pleasure to host you. Uh, I enjoyed a lot. And uh, thanks a lot for your insights and thoughts. Uh, I-, I would say, like, you know, when experience is talking, then it's so obvious and I can feel it here. So Thanks a lot for joining and enriching uh, the content of this show. Uh, I'm very delighted to have you here. Um, and to our listeners, thank you very much for tuning in uh, for, for this episode uh, of Field Forward by Vsite. Uh, stay tuned for more, uh, for more discussions uh, from, the, from, the, from the field, from the industries, uh, and from the forefront of innovation. If you like what you heard, please uh, do not forget uh, to subscribe uh, to our YouTube and podcast channels uh, and to get new episodes uh, of Field Forward every month. Uh, but also, we would love to have your feedback. Leave us a comment, ping us uh, through LinkedIn, YouTube, anywhere. I will appreciate your inputs to make this show even better. And the last note, if you have any questions or suggestions, um, you can record and send us your message. We will definitely feature that in our next episode. Uh, you can find the link below. Uh, overall, thanks a lot for listening. Uh, and thanks a lot, Timo, again, for joining us. Uh, as a last remarks, would you like to say a couple of no, things? Thank you very much. It was a big pleasure to be part of, part of it. And we are looking forward to a common future, Ed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Let's build it together. Let's build it together. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, you just listened Field Forward, uh, the ultimate A to Z podcast for field operation professionals. My name is Jihad Kahraman. Uh, I'm very happy to have you here. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>